0: things about this podcast that I find so interesting is that I talk with so many women who either are, are very polarizing And how they get mansplained or not mansplained. So a lot of women are like, I don't experience this. I don't deal with this. I've had a really wonderful YouTube experience. And then you get this other polarizing side where it's like men basically don't take me seriously. And I miss on opportunities purely because I am a woman. And in this episode, I am talking with an amazing woman who just is all about putting men in their place when they try to mansplain her
1: about her industry hello friends and welcome to the women of youtube podcast where we are sharing stories of women youtube creators in order to inspire other women to start creating In each episode, we deep dive into why these women chose YouTube to create on their struggles, their successes, and of course, get real about what happens when you're a female creator on the internet. This podcast is brought to you by TubeBuddy, your best friend on the road to YouTube success. Now let's get into it with your hostess, Desiree Martinez. What's up, ladies? Welcome
0: to another episode of the Women of YouTube podcast. I'm talking with Christina Smallhorn, who is a real estate agent in the greater Baton Rouge area. She began her YouTube channel when she was feeling really drained because, like, the cold call and traditional sales life this was not. Working for her and she wanted to take this like huge gamble and figure out like how can I use YouTube to grow this business while also helping a cause that's like super near and dear to my heart which is helping to tackle the homeless veteran issue that was being faced in her area and honestly which is a problem across our country. And she has found great success in her YouTube channel by talking about tiny homes. And I cannot wait to share this conversation with you, not just because I find tiny home life super fascinating, but Christina is a super fascinating woman who has done so many cool things with her YouTube channel. And one of the things that we really dive into is this whole mansplaining issue within our industries. Now it's very different depending on what I think your niche is where you will either have like really supportive communities or you'll have people that'll be like yeah but and like the yeah but is just the worst thing in the world and we dive into like our different industries and like how we're talked out of were talked down to and treated differently because of the fact that we're women and we're just not taken seriously and like the bro culture that is just built within these communities. And it's just really interesting how Christina has been able to come out ahead and just absolutely crush it because of what she's doing with her YouTube channel. And I hope that you love it as much as I do. Please make sure to check out our show notes for more information about what she's doing and to make sure you go check out her YouTube channel because like I said, It is a super good one. So, without further delay, here is Christina. Thank you so much for being on the show, Christina. I love when fans become
2: the subject of the podcast. So, welcome. (laughs) Thank you. I do want to say congratulations on your new home.
0: Oh, yes. It's very appropriate since you are a real estate agent. A real estate agent. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So, we start the same every
2: time. Why YouTube? Why YouTube? Well, I started on YouTube after watching a Gary V video four years ago and I was cold calling uh, to get business and I was, you know, sending out flyers and all this stuff and it was mentally draining. And I'm like, I cannot do this anymore. I don't even know if I want to be a real estate agent. And I was kind of like poo-pooing on myself, you know, you have those moments, where you're just laying there like, I suck at everything. And I, I saw this video and he was, was kind of like, grow up, shut up and do something, you know, it was like, okay,
1: <laughs> nice. okay, I, I
2: could, I need to do this. And he was talking about documenting your life, you know, and I was like, I don't even know if anybody finds my life that interesting, but, and I found out really nobody does find my life that interesting, but it was something, at least I could grab a camera and start doing something. And I'm, fairly goofy. You know, I'm a little, I'm a little goofy. So I started adding a little bit more like fun and goofy, funny stuff to my videos. I ended up, uh, not shortly after that, I got, um, Put on a a real estate lighter side of real estate page, and then I was like, "Huh, there's something to this video thing." So like the first year, I was mostly putting videos on uh, Facebook. I would dump them on YouTube, but then YouTube, uh, Facebook became a pay-to-play platform for real estate agents. And anytime I put anything on my page, like it went from thousands of views to like a hundred. I'm like, I'm not paying people to watch my videos, So just, I'm like, there's gotta be a better way. So I went and I was like, look, if a 16 year old kid who plays video games all day can make a business and do something with YouTube, there has to be something to it. I'm going to do this. I'm going to figure this out. Okay, so I started reading books and trying to figure out the YouTube thing.
0: Nice. So you mentioned something important that I always love diving into, which is business. So how has YouTube been a part of your business?
2: It started off, um, it being a part of my business because of the fact that people were always asking the same, you know, same questions. Every time you're a real estate agent, they're always asking, what should I do here? And how do I do this? So I was answering those questions in video format, putting them on my, my website. And then if, you know, someone asked me those questions, I was, you know, emailing it to them. Yeah. So that way I didn't have to keep saying it over and over again. And like, what do I do now? Well, here, I have a video on that. So, uh, and they, and it was great because they got to watch it and laugh at the same time. They're like, well, you're crazy. <laughs> uh, but, but that kind of changed, my focus has changed since I've been on YouTube for a lot longer. I found out that I could really use my channel and the platform for a, a bigger, better cause it, that had to do with housing and real estate altogether. And so now I have a bigger goal to help house the uh, 40,000 homeless veterans throughout the United States. So that's my big, my big goal. I'm working with lots of people um, because of YouTube, because of that exposure that I've been able to uh, connect with a lot of people in the alternative housing um, building uh, sector and uh, showing their products, but they're helping me on the back end with my, my bigger goal, which is to get people housed, homeless, you know, there's 60,000 homeless veterans. Did you know that?
0: You know, I didn't know the exact number. I do know that it's a problem. It's my husband's a veteran. So I know that there's a lot of struggles and a lot of concerns and a lot of problems, um, within that demographic. So what led you to this mission? Why is this something that was important to you?
2: Um, well, I've always, uh, like I've always had like, so I needed to do something bigger and better, you know? And I, I was, I took a Daryl Eve's course, um, and he has this like goal sheet and he's like, you know, you have the, you have your simple goals, like, what you you know? What you want here, this time, and this time, and this time? But what is the most insane goal? What is the craziest goal that you have? Like, what do you really want to do? And I'm like, what could I really do to make this like the best it could be? What could I do to really help people? And I was laying in bed one night, and it was like I felt. I know this going to sound so crazy, but I like I almost heard like a voice that said, "You need to help people. You need to help veterans." And I was like, I do. That's what I need to do. I need to help veterans. How do I do this? <laughs> and I didn't know how I do do it i just I just know that i it's gonna happen and then sure enough, as soon as I started like just i didn't I have never made a video specifically for this, but I've mentioned it in videos that I've made, and I get hundreds of emails of people that want to help me with this mission that I have. And I've gotten some fantastic connections of people that are willing to help. And once this ball starts rolling, everything got a little slowed down because of the COVID stuff. Uh, But I'm going to be able to get it done. I know it it may not happen. I wanted it to be a three-year goal, but it looks like it's probably going to be a five-year goal, but it's going to happen yeah
0: and unfortunately because of covid like that's when people who are struggling really need that help the most and so it's sort of like the divide is getting unfortunately bigger than desired but because there's so much attention on covid and all of the sorry for lack of a better words stupidity that's going on around it it's hard for things and struggles to really get the highlight that they had before
2: Right. And
0: and like using your platform to help people.
2: Right. And it, you know, it actually even made it more difficult because of the fact that I was supposed to travel to a lot of places to talk to some people and like their states are shutting down and stuff. So it's like, oh, but I'm, I'm thinking that obviously there's a reason for that, you know? So like, this is the time for me to rethink and replan because those things can't happen. So how can I use this time where I would have been traveling? How can I think of this a little bit better? So that's what I'm doing. Yeah. Um, try to use the time more wisely.
0: <laughs> so you decided to use YouTube to help people and grow your brand in your business. Tell oh, us what this journey has been like for you. Give us the good and the bad.
2: Um, when I started off, uh, I didn't know anything really about YouTube. And when I made that decision, I decided to like join as many groups as possible, trying to get with other people that were truly interested in making videos as much as I was. Cause I really do enjoy making them. I mean, it's like, it's like, once I get sucked in, I'm like sucked in. I can't like there's blinders. People are talking to me. My kids could say, can we set the house on fire? And I'm like, Yeah, sure. Yeah, I'm just sure. I'm editing. Yeah, like whatever you want. Um, but I also found that uh, you know, I wanted to be around as many people that were in that same space as me. The part that, that really stung was that uh and I and I know that some people would think I'm crazy, but being a girl, being a woman in this space i found that i was treated with uh i just very negatively it just in a way that i would just wouldn't have expected i would ask for information or say hey what do you think about this thumbnail and i would get responses of you, you you need to just start over i'm like well what do i start over with can you give me an idea i don't i don't know how i don't understand and there would be like no just just start over i'm like well that's not helpful you know like and i got that I mean, up until just recently, honestly, but I I don't understand how people could treat other people like that, especially when you're new. And I vowed I'll never do that. I have a group with other real estate agents and it's not even, it's not a paid group or nothing. I give all my information for free because I don't want them to go through what I went through when I started because nobody was willing to help. And they kind of treated me like I wouldn't, I'll never get to where they're at. So, you know, just, just sit down, lady, you know, sit down, you'll, you'll get, you'll be okay. You know, why did you pay for
0: this? Nothing, you know? nothing makes you feel worse than not being supported by people who are supposed to be your peers. But when you find out there's nothing to do with your content or your ability and has everything to do with your gender, it just becomes like, huh? Like how, well, how is that a qualifier?
2: Right. It doesn't, well, any sense I don't mean to cut you off but people thought like I have good friends that are male friends who are in this YouTube space that I said you can see how people treat me they're like, oh you're crazy you know that's not how it really works and then after I made that comment to them, then they were like, I see what you're talking about now like I had no idea. They started reading my comment section. they saw how other people were interacting with me and they were like, this is insanity why do they talk to you like that? And I'm like, they'd never talk to you like that, would they? And he's like, absolutely not. <laughs> you know, like, kill them. They're probably you know? like,
0: no one has ever talked to me like that.
2: Exactly. Exactly. And, um, and you know, it just wasn't until about like four or five months ago that people have treated me a little bit differently because I had like this big spike in the subscribers. And all of a sudden now I'm, i apparently now i get to have a say in things and my in my opinion about is valued which i haven't done much different than i did <laughs> months prior except for the fact that i got i you know i was able to get some views <laughs> you know?
0: I know we were totally on a roll, but I want to help you solve a problem we all have as creators. Trying to stay connected with your subscribers and viewers can be so frustrating when you are relying on an algorithm to stay connected. Sometimes your videos don't reach everyone that would want to see them, which is why you should be growing an email list ASAP, and the best tool for that is going to be ConvertKit. ConvertKit is made specifically for creators. It has fantastic features like landing pages, website pop-ups, list segmentation, website integration, and so much more. I personally use ConvertKit after literally spending years trying and failing with different email platforms. But with ConvertKit, I can send broadcasts, create landing pages, and make funnels in less than 30 minutes. This allows me to give consistent value to my viewers by sending them my newest videos, freebies, and of course, telling them about the different sales opportunities I have going on. No matter where you are in your YouTube journey, start collecting emails for free with ConvertKit. That's right, for free, ladies. Just head over to womenofyoutube.com forward slash ConvertKit. Okay. Let's get back to it. I got. I've been, I've been mansplained too. And I've been told that like, I've, I've been rejected from, I got rejected from a stage actually, because I was told I wasn't a, like, essentially I just wasn't lady, like I'm air quoting here. Like, and Mm -hmm. I was just too loud and pushy. And I'm like, that's not something you would say to, to men at all. It's like, because I'm not fitting into this box with this other woman who's in my field who does things differently, has an entirely different business than me because she's doing this way I have to do it her way because that's what you think is like acceptable. Like it just was really irritating. And then they're like, you also just don't have the numbers. I'm like, excuse me. Mm-hmm. They're like, yeah, like we need, you need to have the social proof. Like the numbers matter. I'm like, you literally teach people that the numbers don't Is yeah, when you're on a stage, you're putting an event, like the numbers matter, but they don't matter. And it was just, he, he was trying, like you could hear him backtracking when we were having this conversation. It's like, no, what matters is, isn't my numbers. It matters. is like, what are are those numbers doing for my business? Mm -hmm. Because if we're going to perpetuate this cycle of viewers equal success, subscribers equal success, then that's all anyone is ever going to see when in fact I have a successful social media marketing business that has done well before YouTube and because of YouTube now, for the past three years. So that needs to be what's more important than, oh, I hit 10,000 subscribers and 800,000 views, which I did in this month, right? But before that, I was still doing something. I was still earning money. It's not like it's like I hit 10K and all of a sudden, I was credible, and what I said mattered. But
2: in their mind, it does. For some reason, it does in, in some people's minds. Um, that, that's the point I'm getting at. It's like, we're not doing anything that we didn't do when you had a thousand subscribers. Yeah. Maybe we added a little bit more animations. Uh, maybe our titles got a little bit better. <laughs> but But the standard core of the information was just as good. But apparently now that you hit a certain number, then all of a sudden then we're worthy of talking to. But there's many people that didn't believe me until I pointed it out. And then they saw it for themselves and they're like, this is, this is gross. I'm like, yeah, it's terrible. And you said about mansplaining. I was in a meeting where I was explaining everything and the guy interrupted me and said everything that I said. And I looked at him and I was like, thank you for explaining exactly what I just said. So let's move forward. <laughs> you know? It's like, wow, I've, I don't understand that. That is one of those things that has probably been the most frustrating for me at the beginning. There were some great, guy, great people, great guys at the beginning that have always been supportive. You might know Dusty Porter. He was from the get go always super, super supportive. Um, Miles Beckler was another one that was super, super supportive. He's, uh, does a lot of affiliate marketing, um, stuff. Uh, uh, but I don't find a lot of women on YouTube. Like it's hard to find other women even doing the same thing. Like there's some that have some art channels and stuff and more friends, and, but they kind of have their own little group of friends because they're friends with other artists, you know, or they're musicians and they're friends with other musicians that are on YouTube, but there isn't a lot of real estate agents on YouTube. So I made my own group. <laughs> For real estate agents, and now I've got a lot more friends that are in the YouTube space that are real estate agents. So that's that's been nice. That's been really nice. I like having a core group of people, women, that we can all talk to one another.
0: Yeah, and ladies, just remember, we have a core group of people here—not only everyone that's been interviewed on the podcast, but also we have the Women of YouTube Facebook community that has a lot of women that you can turn to. Like, I just never want you to feel alone. I never want you to think that because of your woman or your mindset that you can't be on YouTube. And I know that we socially and societally have had to fight a lot of struggles about being women, about expectations of how we're supposed to be, how we're supposed to look, how we're supposed to present ourselves. When in fact, what truly matters the most is what you have to say and the problems that you solve for people. And Mm -hmm. I think that if you put that first, all of the other stuff just kind of become secondary or natural in some way, shape or form. And so
2: just, just know that. (laughs) <laughs> I've been very fortunate in the fact that once I grabbed that video camera, I was doing something, especially in my area that nobody had done before in the real estate business, which was create uh, tip videos that were more enter- were just as equally as entertaining. And I got a lot of flack for that. I mean, being a woman or not, I got a lot of flack for it. And then I noticed that a lot of other men were doing, the- and they were considered funny, but I was kind of cringy. And I, I'm like, I don't care. Because honestly, with my video, I looked at it like this they're like are you sure you want to do that because you might really like turn some people off I'm like those are the people I don't want to work with anyway so who cares I'm going to be my goofy self because that's exactly how I am when you go show a house I mean i I do things that are fun and funny and I want the experience to be as fun and as it can be so if that turned off some people those are the people I don't want to work with anyway and like (laughs) and and just remember ladies like you are not supposed to be for everybody nope
0: that's why you're like I said. There's the right customer and the wrong customer for you. There's the right viewer and the wrong viewer. Anyone that's going to say something negative to you in any way, shape, or form or something critical. Like I will get, I can't tell you how often I get, I really love your information, but you talk too fast. So I was like, well, then I'm not the person for you. I'm like, you listen too slow. Like that's just what my mind says. And I was like, you know why I talk fast? Because I respect your time and I want to get to the point so that you can get what you need from this.
2: So I I got, I like the comments that, uh, make fun of like silly things. Like I, I've, I've been made fun of for my makeup application for the way I've worn my hair, how, uh, like how I've sat or how I use my hands when I talk. And I'm like, these are things that honestly, you know, I really enjoy putting on makeup. If you don't like it, I'm sorry. I talk with my hands. I'm Italian. My dad's Italian. I can't help it. You know, there's, I like at first, honestly, I really was like, oh, Oh, I really got to work on this. And I, I, cause I was talk with my hands. So I got a coffee cup and I was like, had the death grip on the coffee cup. Cause I was like, so worried about talking with my hands. I did that for two videos. And I was like, I look like I'm being held in a prison camp. Like I am not holding a coffee cup ever again, never again. And so back to hand talking. And that's when I found Nick Mimmin, and he's like, he like puts his hands right into the camera, you know? And I'm like, well, if he can hand talk, I can hand talk, I can't help it. You know? Yeah,
0: and I'm the same way. Like I talk with my hands, and I'm doing this, like this twirling hand in front of my face thing, or I'm like talking to th- numbers and fingers. It's just part of like who we are when you're, ex- you should be, free to express yourself however you want.
2: I move my, what, my left arm. Like I, when I'm talking, like I like, have like a little jerk with my arm, you know, too. <laughs> I yeah. know. It's, it. really I, whatever. it's just who
0: I am. Okay. So we've talked about the yucky parts and I don't want you ladies to be discouraged from the yucky parts. Tell us the good stuff. What have been some of like the best things that have happened to you from, from YouTube and your business success and all, all that fun stuff.
2: Okay, I have got to meet some of the best friends I've had probably in a lifetime. Like I know, even if I was, the YouTuber was to blow up tomorrow, I would still have these people as friends. Um, I've got to learn things that I never even thought was imaginable because of YouTube. I've got to go on trips that were paid for by other companies because they wanted me to film their little houses. I would never in a million years dream that that was possible. Uh I I've won video contests like against people that I know that are much more talented than I am, you know, with their editing skills, but because my of my goofy attitude that won over those epically creative uh edited videos like my goofy video won. you know, like I have never won a video contest until I started on YouTube. I think all of the, uh, I, I enjoy it. I like, I like a little sense of competition. So I like doing things that kind of make my mind think so much differently now when it comes to anything, because I'm always thinking, how would that look in a video? And I love the feeling of creation and creating things. I'm, I've always been creative. I've never used a recipe and I'm still like that with videos. I know that people are like, you need to plan them out. I'm like, I can't. My mind is all over the place. But once that I sit in front of that editing machine, I'm so engrossed and I take all those clips that seem like they're so random and then I put them in a video and I'm like, see, look at that, magic. I don't know. I like the uh, thrill—the thrill of creation of a video—is so fun to me. And watching other creative people and saying, "Wow, look what they made!" You know. And I'm like, "How can I do that? How can I make that happen?" You no, know, I think I think YouTube is exciting. I think creating videos is exciting. And um, I, you know, I went from educational goofy to more creative. And I'm always—I've always done it. Always trying to push the envelope a little bit further.
0: I like it. Yeah, It's just all the good things, right? Like YouTube is, YouTube is so much more good than it is bad at the end of the day. And that's some of the many things to really, I think, love about it. So let's talk about, I want to give one quick, one quick tip.
2: If you are in the space of like, you're getting a lot of these like comments, I have the most extensive, like no, no list in the world. Like I, it was given to me by another bigger YouTube and they're like, if they use these words, it goes straight to spam and never check your spam folder. And it was like, as soon as that happened, it's like, oh, my channel's happy again because none of those negative words, um, even misspellings of those negative words get slipped through anymore. And it's like, it's a whole new world to you. So (laughs) I'll put that, you know what? I'll give you that list Desiree, And I'll, I'll, you can put it in your YouTube group. You can use that as a PDF. That sounds perfect. All right, ladies. <laughs> now you really have to go join the group.
0: So, saying. <laughs> I just wanted to take a quick minute and thank you for listening with a little something something from TubeBuddy. If you don't know, TubeBuddy is a free browser extension and mobile app for your YouTube account that helps you with finding the best keywords, create titles, A-B test your thumbnails, provides you with analytics, milestones, reporting, and so much more. If you have been inspired by the stories in today's podcast and you're ready to start creating, you don't want to do it without TubeBuddy, get signed up with this this free service at com forward slash women. So let's switch gears a little bit. Let's talk about, let's get techie here. Talk mm-hmm. to me about your gear, your process, how you do the creating. Give us the details on that for everybody who's interested. Um,
2: my whole spec sh- steel, whatever spiel, I guess is the word I'm trying to, uh, make home, like make real estate interesting because real estate tips honestly are the most painfully boring thing in the whole entire world Daryl says I have the most boring niche on the planet as you're sitting there yawning thank you Desiree (laughs) no I'm yawning because I'm under caffeinated (laughs) and uh so uh I try to make it interesting so I try to find things that are cool about houses what are the the cool things that they can do or cool things that gadgets about cool about houses uh new technologies when it comes to houses. This week, I'm talking about, I'm making a video about hidden rooms and houses. Like, who doesn't want to know about that? And so, uh, but my gear is, um, I have a Canon M50. Same. and uh, Yeah, just a little mirrorless one. Love it. It's super light, super easy. Used to have a DSLR, but this is much lighter, much easier to carry around. I use the Go, Road Go uh, lapel mic. Or I use the uh uh road shotgun mic this one okay I which one is this is this the pro this is the pro in it yeah i think i yeah that that's the pro I don't have that one so yeah yeah that was that one was given to me <laughs> that was a gift um and then and that's pretty much it, you know, some box lights, and uh you know that's that's it really i I, I try to keep it simple as possible uh um uh, sometimes I get fancy but Oh, and I do have this that was given to me at VidSummit Summit 2019, which was the um Ooh, the switch the, pod. The switch pod, which is is really handy when I do film on my desk here. I can just stick my camera right there. It's right there in front if of my face. I base. have mine right behind me with my camera on it. Yeah, it's it's that is a little handy device. I did find that the little magnets at the bottom didn't stick really good. Um, but uh it's okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll make it. It's not anything
0: that (laughs) want to make. Not sponsored, but I love SwitchPod. I use this thing all the time. I have everything for the SwitchPod. I have the SwitchPod. I have the attachment for the ball bearing. And I also have the cell phone clip. I mm-hmm. love me my switch pod. So it's are
2: nice. I just like how, um, they, well, cause I put, I do when I do film houses, cause I, you know, I'm a real estate agent. So I film houses with my, with my cell phone and I use the filmic pro app, but I use the switch pod to put my, um, gimbal on that holds my phone. And it's the perfect thing to keep your, uh, gimbal level. Nice. Cause once you put it on a table, it, you know, you have to make sure that's level when you put your phone in it and this this thing is great for that and it's great to carry around and hold while you're you know going through the houses it has the great the best grip for those gimbals
0: nice sorry guys so happens when you get youtubers together we nerd out on tech
2: (laughs) i know i know i I like simple and i like i have this fancy camera and i know nothing about you know when they start talking about ISO, what's your ISO, and you're like, you know, I don't know. Yeah, any of that. I don't do any I, of that either. I' was like, where, where's the uh, record auto button and autofocus and all that? I stay yeah. in one room. I don't. I'm not taking epic shots. I'm no Peter McKinnon or Casey Neistat. I'm not. You know, I'm not the vlogger that. No, I'm, I'm, t- I'm making real estate videos about houses. You know, that's it.
0: <laughs> yeah, like I'm running a business. I'm not a full time YouTuber.
2: <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, and. I, 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 what's funny about it is that I've actually made, it used to be that I was a real estate agent that happened to do YouTube, but now I feel like I do YouTube now that happens to do some real estate. <laughs> it has, uh, it's, it's been profitable for me this year. Cause I made that switch. I have made that switch and, uh, you know, like the little bit of affiliate uh, marketing that I've done on my channel has been very good to me. Hey, well, and, let's talk about that. So how are you making money? Are you, uh, I have pretty good CPMs uh, if you're a real estate agent and you get into this space, your CPMs for real estate on YouTube are pretty decent, just saying. Okay. Um, and, uh, I also, uh, have like, I meet with other companies, um, that will want me to make a video that features their, their houses. And then you get an affiliate link in there cause they get a discount code. And, um, one of the ones that I'm working with currently if all, if everybody actually goes through and purchases the houses at the end when they're being manufactured, I'm going to get a nice old healthy check. But in the meantime, they've given me money as people have, uh, signed up with the affiliate code that I have. So I get a a small check. And then once the orders are filled, I get a big O, big O check.
0: (laughs) Okay. So, Let's dive into some YouTube stuff. So as a realtor, you have a very specific niche, obviously, like you're selling houses in your area and all that kind of stuff. Talk to us about how you decide what videos it is that you're going to make.
2: And um, yeah, let's just start there. Okay. So I used to make videos that were specifically how to buy and sell a house, you know, but honestly, they're the, it's drowning with information on that. And then I made the switch probably right at the beginning of 2020 of where I really didn't want to focus on making videos specific to my area. I wanted to make videos that helped me grow a YouTube channel um, that what people would find interesting, more people would find interesting. And the, the best interest, most interesting part about that is because I made those Big, widespread videos that would appeal to a larger audience. I got more people calling me from this area that never had seen my channel before. That was like that opened. That was a big eye opener for me because I was so specific to my area. Like I only made videos Ascension Parish, Ascension Parish. I said it all the time in every single one of videos. But I opened once I opened the floodgates to do more bigger videos, something that I knew that would catch more eyes. I got a lot more people from my area that had never seen my channel before. You know, the kids don't really like it anymore. They're like, oh my god, one more person's gonna come up to you and see one of your videos. Ew, you know. (laughs) But um, yeah, I I I just I and and so my channel now is focused on making interesting videos about homes that will uh, capture a large audience as many people as I can.
0: Nice. So if someone was to get started with YouTube, what would you advise them to do?
2: Study other channels. That's I mean channel or anything specific? I, I would I would study channels that of what you want your channel to be. That's what I would do. You know, I would study uh I'd study the way that they um how they talk Is it there? Are they doing strictly voiceover? Are they actually putting their face in there? What is it about those videos that made people watch? What is it about their channel that makes people watch? I wouldn't get too hung up on a lot of the silly things that I think happen on YouTube. Um, Like I saw this one guy, he changed his channel banner 15 times. And I'm like, I know that my channel banner is not like the top notch, but I can honestly tell you, I didn't not subscribe or subscribe because of somebody's channel banner. <laughs> <You know? laughs> you know? That wasn't like the thing that made me go, oh, that's it. Their channel banner is terrible. I'm not subscribing, you know, but, um, and I think, uh, real estate agents have, we're told as real estate agents that we need to have our faces in our thumbnails, like we we are our brand, and we have to show our faces in our thumbnails. Okay, here's the here's a big thing. I figured this out uh, last year. Nobody wants to see my face. <laughs> Unless I'm making a react video about other real estate, you know, like television shows where I'm making a reaction face. Yes. They want to see my face, but they really want to see the house. That's what they, you know, like they're there to see houses It's a real estate channel. They want to see the house for my channel, for what I do. Mm -hmm. I, a lot of my thumbnails do not have my face on it, but I always say test it first you know, like test, test, AB test with a, uh, with two, but you have to do it because what works for me, not may not work for you. And don't think it's concrete because you heard from somebody, this is the way it has to be because everybody's different. I don't care how much of a guru you think they are. (laughs) Like you have to test it on your own channel. You have to, there's no one concrete answer for everybody. For me, people don't want to see my face. They want to see the house.
0: And that, like I said, that's what people have to, you have to pay attention to what works for you. You can definitely get a lot of inspiration and guidance and stuff from other people, but you've got to, you've got to figure out what works for you, study your data and let that dictate what's going to happen.
2: And if you read a book that's five years old with about YouTube information, know that that information's changed from five years ago. (laughs) What you read about a book that was written about five years ago is not going to be the same kind of information that you would do today. There's things have changed. I mean, from the time I started... I mean, like, they didn't even have, like, they did, but nobody really paid attention to those hashtags that you put at the top, and then, you know, like, everybody was focusing a lot of time on the tags, and then then YouTube said, oh, well, tags aren't as nearly as important anymore, and then everybody lost their hats over that, you know, and then, then it was like, you had to make these, like, detailed descriptions that went down to, you know, your knees, how long they need to be. And then it was like, no, you need to do it short. So everything is changing all the time. So you're like keep up to date just because you think you have it now next week, that, that could totally change 100%. (laughs) Seriously. All right. If people want to follow you on YouTube, where are they going to go? My name, Christina Smallhorn with a K Christina Smallhorn. Awesome. believe it or not, that is not American Indian. People ask me that all the time. It's Irish. Just thought I'd throw that out there.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to be here and sharing your journey with us. I really appreciate it. And I hope that you remember you are impossibly amazing.
1: Thank you for listening to the Women of YouTube podcast. We would love to know what you thought about this latest episode. So make sure to tag us with hashtag Women of YouTube with your thoughts. And if you really love this episode, be sure to leave us a review on iTunes to make the podcast gods and Phil over at TubeBuddy happy.